0: I'm Life and Business Coach Samantha Siffring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas Podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello Mamas! Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This week, we have another amazing mastermind student on for an interview. This week is April Price, and this is such a great episode because April is someone who had been a stay-at-home mom for 20 years before starting her business and had never really made money, and she had this thought that, making money wasn't for her, and she didn't know how to make money. This episode is going to change the way that you think about your ability to earn money if you are somebody who has never made money before. Making money is for everyone, and April and I really dig into that. She made $0 in 22 years. And made over $125,000 in a year and a half with her business. So I cannot wait for you to hear about this, for you to hear about all of the mental shifts that she went through, going from I don't know how to make money to making over 100k in her first full year of business. This one is going to inspire you so much. I hope you enjoy. All right. Hello, everybody. I am here with my client, April Price. Welcome, April. Tell us about yourself.
1: Hi, Samantha. Thanks for having me. This is like so fun. I remember when I found you and binged your podcast and I just felt like, I need to work with her. And now I'm here. This is like amazing to me. So I'm a coach. I'm a life coach. I coach people who love God and I help them love their lives and really thrive. So I have a, a coaching practice where I do some one-on-one coaching and I have a group coaching program.
0: Okay. Here's what I love about what you've said so far (laughs) is, is you listen to this podcast and now you're on it. And I feel like there's people listening right now who are going to be yeah. on it in the future? And like yeah. right now, this seed of an idea is now in their mind, and that is so fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you used to go with me on my walks with my dog. Like we were like little best buddies around the neighborhood, and now we are microphone to microphone. It's kind of fun.
0: That is so fun. Yeah. On your next walk, you're going to be hearing. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Perfect. All right. So, you pitched. Such a fun topic for this podcast. I think that it's something that a lot of the listeners are going to really love. And it's this idea that some of you out there have maybe never made money before. You've never really had a big career or some other kind of business or anything like that. You have been the stay-at-home mom basically from day one and not the primary earner at all. And you have created a lot of money, even with that being your past and your story and where you came from. So I want you to just tell us a little bit more about your story and what you did before you came to this business.
1: Yeah, so I had been a stay-at-home mom for 22 years before I started my business. When my first son was born 24 years ago, I left my job. I worked at the university while my husband was going to grad school. And I left that job and I never worked outside the home or had a career made any money outside of that after that. I think that was one of the thoughts that got in my way when I was first starting. It was like, well, I don't know anything about making money. Like, I don't even know how to work retail. I've never even like, you know, worked at McDonald's. Like, I just felt really like insecure about my ability to make money. And I think that, um, I had kind of this story that I just didn't know how, Mm -hmm. and then I figured out that that was a lie. And that's what changed things for me.
0: So perfect. So, okay. How did you then find coaching and decide to become a life coach?
1: Okay, yeah. So, probably about four years ago, then I was living my life. I had a couple of kids in college. So, I was starting to like, kids were starting to leave home, and I was pretty miserable. I was overweight. I was in debt. I had like, kind of resented my husband. I felt like I was doing everything wrong. I disappointed God. I was like, I just felt like here I was 40 years old and my life was a mess. And I was just like, I couldn't find anything like to be proud of or whatever. And so then I found coaching and figured out that this is just the way my brain saw my life as negative, as a problem, as a failure. And that I didn't have to think about it like that and I just started, it's that one thought that like, I am not failing at this. That's just my brain's perception of it changed things for me. And I just started to change my life one area at a time. And probably, I guess two years ago now, I decided to go and get trained as a life coach myself. And then 2019, I started my business.
0: Okay. So 2019, how much did you make in the business?
1: I made 14,000 in 2019. Yeah. I opened the business in May okay. and I made 14,000 in 2019.
0: Okay. So like half the year 14,000. Uh-huh.
1: 2020,
0: how much did you make?
1: Last year I made 109,000. Oh,
0: incredible. Yeah. How mind-blowing to go from 14,000 to 109,000.
1: Yeah. It's like I know. You asked a question once where in the group where you were saying, what would you a year ago say? And I was like, I'd be like, holy cow. How did you
0: do that? Yes. Which brings me back to the question that really sparked this whole episode of how do I even make money when I haven't done it before? Clearly you have discovered the answer to that. So Let's talk about that. Like what was that process like? Like how did you, when you first had that question, when you first started your business, what were your yeah. expectations for your business?
1: Um, I think pretty low. Cause I truly thought like, I don't know how to do this. I, my, my husband has an MBA and a master's in healthcare administration. He was like, you need a business plan. And I was like, I don't know, I know nothing about any of that. So it was more just like, I just want to see what's gonna happen, but I think one of the thoughts that I think is really valuable and would would be to your listeners is the thought that I'm good at creating money, and so I'm, I had this thought that I don't know how, but then I realized that that was a lie because the money we have in our life is a result, actually of our thoughts right i had thoughts to marry this man and stay married to him and we divided the work this way and the the money that i had in my life was a result of my thoughts about all of those things that actually created money i did have money and it was a lie to tell myself i didn't know how to make it i made a lot of money right and so to first recognize that like I do know how to make money because I have done it for 22 years. It's just like recognizing that the thoughts I have about my life and my marriage and and decisions in that in that regard have created money in my life.
0: Mhm. Such a different perspective I think than most people have about what making money looks like, but I think right. probably so validating to all of the stay-at-home moms. Right. listening who are like Oh. Yeah, you
1: created all the money you have in your life. Mm-hmm. And so if you created that, you can create more.
0: Mm-hmm. Now their brain is like, how, how do I do it? <laughs> <laughs> so what was that process like for you? You have this like understanding, oh, okay. I've created the money in my life. Maybe in like a different way than I initially thought right. the way that you create, create money. But right. now I've done this. How did you translate that into your business?
1: So I think the first thing is like seeing your business as a real thing, as a legitimate thing. And not just like, I think I'll try this thing. Like sort of hobbyish or just like, I'll just see if this works. Mm -hmm. Right. But to really think about yourself as a legitimate business owner, I think is the first step. And like, Because if you think about yourself as a legitimate business owner, then you're willing to dedicate time to it. It's not just like something silly or frivolous or a waste of time. You're willing then, I think, to dedicate time to it. And so I just had to start thinking about myself as like, no, this is a real thing and I'm going to dedicate some real time to it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that is so good. Well, that's like the whole premise of mom at CEO, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have a business. You are actually uh, owning your business, running your business, and how that impacts how you show up differently. It's like everything you do in the business now has a different impact and result because of that intention.
1: Yeah. I think your identity makes a huge difference in the way that you show up in your business, right? I remember... Like I went not long after, probably four months after I started my business, I was still like, oh, we'll just see kind of like, you know, and we went to this fundraiser and one of my husband's colleagues who I hadn't met yet was like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a stay at home mom. And like, I just couldn't even say the words, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm a life coach or I have a business or whatever. And my husband was like, but what else do you do? And I would just like look to him like deer in the headlights. And I was like, <laughs> can't think of anything. right? <laughs> and I left that and I was just like, oh my gosh. Like if I can't say it, how am I going to possibly like create this thing in the world? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so good. I remember doing the exact same <laughs> I'm a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think it is such a, major shift when you step into owning that you have a business
1: yeah yeah and that it's worthy of your time and attention Mm -hmm. right and that you can take up space in your life as a business owner so many times that gets eaten up by all the other obligations Mm -hmm. right when you don't make it part of your identity
0: yeah yeah Yeah, I think so too. I feel like that's like phase one of the business is Mm -hmm. allowing the business to take up space in your life. Yes. And then like phase two, when you get into scaling, which now you're in the midst of, is kind of that reverse process, like compressing the business back down so that you have time for those other things. But what's happening in that compressed time is the biggest impact possible.
1: Yeah, that's really true.
0: Awesome. Okay. So you figured out how to make money. (laughs) First step was really owning that you're a business owner. What happened after you did that?
1: So then I think the next like really important question was, um, I hired a coach and she asked me, well, what's your 90 day goal? And I was like, uh, like, I don't know. I just want a business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just want a coaching business. I don't want a goal, right? Like I don't have anything to do with goals. I'm not ambitious. I don't have any like real plans. And I just sort of like, it was like this moment where I realized like without a goal, this is just not going to go anywhere, right? Like it's just a goal is the impetus for action, Right. Like if you don't have a goal, there's no reason to act today or there's no reason to act this week. Like Mm -hmm. without a container for what you're trying to do, you just sort of like, I'm going to get to that thing. I'm going to get to that thing. I'm hoping to build a business. It's just, you know, we sort of live in. Yeah, hope maybe or Mm -hmm. hypotheticals rather than like, what do I got to do today to meet this goal? Yeah. So I know a lot of people and, and maybe this is like generalization, but like as a stay at home mom, you sort of like identify as like, at least I did, I should just tell, talk about me. Is that like, I was like, there are ambitious people. And then there's me, (laughs) I just don't have that much ambition. And so I feel like, I don't even know how to set a goal. I don't know how to like do that kind of thing. And I think if you can think about your goal as, as a partner in what you're creating, they become like so much more accessible, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I am ambitious about helping people. I can start there, right? Like I'm ambitious about changing the world, right? And then I get to change my family's life in on the way too.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think that is really at the core, like all of my clients have that drive to serve, to help. Yeah. And, and I think that's ultimately why then we take our business to scale it instead of just kind of staying where we are. It's like, I want to have that bigger impact. I want to help more people and you get maxed out with one-on-one and then you have to figure out how you're going to scale. And I think when you're really driven to help people that sometimes is the most compelling reason to go into that scale. Yeah,
1: I totally agree because like, it was really terrifying for me to like open up and think about doing groups. Like it was going to take another skill level for me. And, but I realized like I only have so many hours in the day. So that means I only get to impact so many people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if I truly want to help, I have to be willing to do that next level to like confront my fears and I think that's really the most powerful thing about all of our businesses. It's like, we get to help, but to do that, we have to overcome our own fears, our own insecurities, our own like stories about like what we're capable of.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So I was really curious. You said that you hired a coach and I was curious for you being somebody who was just like, oh, I, I want a business. I don't really have huge, like hopes for it like hopefully it'll be something what made you go from that to then investing in a coach
1: i guess it was probably my identity that like i am a business owner and and i want to make this work you know it might have been that like i didn't like i really did have a lot of fear as i first set up my my business like my first initial offer i was really scared because i was scared my brain like indulged in a lot of confusion and overwhelm and I don't know what to do. And, and, and I just like kept putting off the things I wanted to do. And I felt like a coach would like show me where I was like getting in my own way, where, where I was like stalling. Right. Mm -hmm. And be honest with me. So I think it was just to help me overcome my own fears because I knew they weren't really real and weren't really founded, but I had a hard time like getting around them myself. Mm
0: Yeah. I think that's so true. And I think because you had found coaching and you'd gotten help in other areas of your life. Yeah, that's true. Like, all right, I must be able to get help in the business too.
1: Yeah, that's really true, right? I knew that all those problems before had been caused just because of my thoughts, the way I was thinking. Mm -hmm. So I knew the problems in my business must be the same way. Even though when I came to you, I remember specifically saying like, telling you the problems that I saw in my business. And I remember asking you like, well, did you think it's like a strategy problem or an execution problem? And you were like, it's a thought problem. And I was like, (laughs) no, no, no. Like, listen, it's either a strategy problem or an execution problem. And you're like, it's a thought problem. And I was like, what? So even though I knew the principles of life coaching, like, yeah, to recognize that every problem in our business is a thought problem, is so profound.
0: It really is. This is the lesson I also continue to learn over and over again in my business. Whenever it's like, like I keep having this thought like, Now that I'm like scaling in the millions, it's just strategy. (laughs) It is never strategy. Like the strategy, of course, you have to have a strategy, right? Like there has to be actions that are being taken. Yes. But the ones that you choose don't really matter. I know. Any of them work. And that's still something, even though I teach it, that still (laughs) blows my mind whenever I get coached. On something I am stuck on, yes, and it is always a thought, and
1: I'm. Like, I know, what? and it's so hard to see it on your own, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like what makes coaching so valuable. So yeah.
0: yeah, and I think that that's what makes group coaching in particular so valuable. I've been thinking about this so much that, and I was just over the past week with my coach and my mastermind, and really seeing like, oh, when I'm getting coached, I'm like a deer in the headlights all <laughs> up in my brain. I don't, I black out I don't know what happened. My heart's racing. Like it's really intense. But when other people are getting coached and I'm watching that, I'm taking millions of pages of notes. I'm having breakthroughs and ahas. And like, when you see someone else get coached on the thing you struggle with, You see it in such a different way that, like, your brain gets on board so much easier because it's not in like fight or flight mode.
1: (laughs) Yes, totally. Right. Like, suddenly you're like, oh, I see the drama for what it is. Mm -hmm. But when it's up in your own head, it's like still very ever present and it's like kind of clouding. But yeah, yeah, it's so easy to see in other people. And that is the power of group coaching. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, because you're just like, come on, dummy. It's so clear. (laughs) I I will just confess. That is how I feel sometimes. I'm just like, this is so obvious. You're amazing and everybody wants to work with you. (laughs) Exactly, right? You're
1: like, wait a minute. Why are you scared, right? And then you're like, oh, you're amazing. You're like, it's possible. I'm amazing too. I had no idea.
0: (laughs) That might be the case. (laughs) Right, right. I love that. Okay. So you became a business owner in your mind. Yes. You hired a coach. Yes. The coach asked you about goals. Yep. You were like, okay, I guess I'm going to do some goals. Then what happened?
1: Yeah. Then I think you just keep expanding your belief. So every goal you have requires a certain amount of belief, right? And then you'll get to a place where you're actually like comfortable with that belief. Feels really true. And then it's time to like, grow a little bit more, expand your belief a little bit more, right? And decide to believe new things about yourself. That's one of my favorite Samantha lines is always like, I think you should just decide to believe
0: whatever it is. Whatever it is.
1: (laughs) I remember the time you told me, I think you should just decide to believe it's easier to make 10K a month than 5K. And I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. You should just decide to believe it. And I was like, okay. And then it was. And I was like, okay. So, anyway, after that, I think once you do that, you're like, okay, I just, it's a process of continually expanding belief.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. New goal.
1: New Expand goal. And the new belief. New thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And your brain's going to protest when you do that and stop expecting it not to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I- <laughs> Always in mom at a CEO and I'm sure in the mastermind too. I feel like I just I say this to everybody, but they were joking around in there about wanting sweatshirts and mugs with <laughs> my quote, and that's not a problem. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. I don't think this is protest. a problem. It's not a problem. <laughs> it's just a brain. That is what brains do. But I think you're so right. It really is just the cycle of setting a new goal. Yep. Expanding that belief, having your brain throw its tantrum along the way. Yes. And you just go through that cycle forever and ever. And you're in that cycle right now. I'm in that cycle right now. Like all of us and our goals are there and we just repeat, repeat, repeat.
1: Yes. And I think we're like, oh, this is so complicated. This is so hard. Like uh, where we started at the beginning of the discussion was like, Like, I don't know how to make money. This is how we do it. Just like one goal at a time, expanding our belief and like being uncomfortable, doing it again, over and over and over again. And it really is simple in that way.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like when you set that goal, thinking about like, if this is possible, how might I do it? What would be the things that I try? And just being willing to try all of those things and figure out, all right, what's the thing that works? Because I wish as a business coach, I could be like, here's the formula of the five steps that you for sure do. Like write a Facebook post, go live, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) whatever, send me an email, whatever it is. Like if there was a step-by-step that like worked for everyone the exact same way, I would teach it. I would love to teach it. But it just doesn't work that way. You have to have that goal. You have to have that belief. And then you have to be willing to get kind of messy in the execution and see what works.
1: Yeah. I remember when you said to me, okay, so just so you know, you're going to fail at this and I want you to go forward anyway, and then decide, okay, what's next. Right. And I remember thinking like, I'm not going to fail at this. And then I did (laughs)
0: Have all the, this is what you said, and this was my internal
1: dialogue. <laughs> I was like, I ah, no, I don't. I really don't think I'm gonna fail. And then I did, and I was like, okay. Now what? Okay, what are we gonna do now? Right, I have this goal. I got to come back to the belief. Right, my result is there right now. This thing that I've labeled as a failure, this result is a result of what I'm thinking.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: okay, what do we need to think instead? And then what action do we want to take now? And you just do that as many times as you need to.
0: Yeah. Yep. So good. I love it. It just continues forever. So now you're scaling a business. You figured out how to do the 100K and now you've (laughs) got to figure out, okay, how do I make more and not be hustly?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I just feel like, Okay, (laughs) it never ends, right? Like, okay, here we go again. New lessons to learn. Yeah. And it, it kind of is, in some ways, like you said, we're saying before, it's the opposite skills. Like, before it was just like expand how much you expand time and effort. And now I want to like increase the amount of like, or upgrade the level of my thinking so I can condense the amount of actual action
0: Mm -hmm. and time yeah
1: so it's a different skill set
0: yeah i was talking about that in mama ceo today talking Mm. about going through these cycles of upping the level of your thought and the value you're creating and then cycles of like coasting on that at your current level like once you create that it's the new default hit some goals with that rest a little bit And then go through that cycle again. And I was saying I'm entering another one of those cycles. And I will say the part that makes it easier is once you've already done it before, you know this is a cycle, this is a process. I've got some hacks, some tools. It won't be forever. It happen. It's not going to be forever. On the other side, I'm gonna have amazing results and feel. Good. Feel better than right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is helpful to know. It's not a problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's just a brain. Yeah. So now as you think out a couple years into your future, what kind of goals do we see out there?
1: Yeah. So the thought that I'm working on next is, um, I can make as much as my husband, which is like still kind of unbelievable to me. So I'm still working on that one. Mm -hmm. And then um, like, you've really challenged me to think about myself as a million dollar earner. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like, okay, like there was a time when I didn't think I could make $500 and like, so, and I've gotten to this place of belief. So there's, to me, I'm like, while that feels unbelievable, I know that it's just like, one thought at a time, I can get there.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And how fun to have that kind of a thought about making a million dollars as somebody who once thought you would never make money.
1: Never. I never thought I would ever be a person who earned money or owned a business.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you've made 100K. You're for sure going to make a million within... <laughs> three to four years.
1: Yeah, so I just kind of think like, yeah, at one time, 100K seemed like the moon and- <laughs> Didn't it? <laughs> yeah, and now I'm here and so I'm like, it's just as possible that, uh, not that a million, <laughs> which feels like the moon yeah, could feel normal too someday. So it's just kind of amazing to think about.
0: Then the 100 million. That was that was a slip of the tongue. I don't know. That's your brain. (laughs) Your brain knows things that you don't know yet. (laughs) That is so good. Yeah, I think it's surprising how normal you feel at six figures and a million dollars. Yeah, that you're like, oh, I thought it would feel different. It's almost like, I remember being a kid and feeling like when I turn 16, I'm going to feel so different. And then you yeah. turn 16 and you feel the same.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or when you, yeah, you think when you have kids, you'll feel like the mom. No,
0: oh, like, nope, nope. You're like, where's the, where's the real mom? Where's the real You're mom? like,
1: oh no, we are in trouble.
0: Yes. Right. Like the momist mom isn't arriving at 5 PM to take care of. Things. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. The other thought that I was just thinking about today, I've been reading Shoe Dog,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is about the story about Nike. And there's that, he's just like, I'm still at still the seventies. His son was just born and he was like, look what we made. Right. And he was like, we like created this child, right? This body. And I was just thinking like, you help moms build businesses. And, and so every one of them has created like something way more amazing than money, right? Yes. They have created something <laughs> so much more powerful and complicated and magical than any amount of money. And you are a creator. And so like, that is who you are. That's your identity. That's what you do. If you can create like whole human beings, (laughs) like you can create money.
0: I have all of the goosebumps on my whole body right now (laughs) because I totally agree. And I think sometimes we really lose the magic that that really exists in our life. Like just looking around and thinking even like we're on Zoom Like a thousand miles apart, talking to each other at the same time, seeing each other's faces. Yeah. Our kids were once a few cells in our body and now they're living, breathing, thinking, creating, destructing human beings. Yeah. And at one time, my business was just
1: an idea. Now it's created a hundred K in the world and, and it will just keep creating. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We are so powerful, so magical. Yeah. I love it. We have such capacity to produce really anything that we want. And I hope that everybody else is feeling as like in tune with that truth <laughs> as I am right now. Yeah. That's such a seriously. good one. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you wanted to share? Um,
1: the only thing that I would say, the other thing that you have really taught me through our coaching is that you have to intentionally spend more time in belief, right? Mm-hmm. Like I hear your words all the time. Self-doubt is a waste of time. Just mm-hmm. spend your time in belief and like to just, I feel like if I can do it, <laughs> I didn't make a dollar for 22 years, right? Like if I can do it, anyone in, listening to this podcast can do it. Just spend your time in belief, self-doubt, waste of time.
0: I love it. I love that you said that. That is so true. It brought me back to the day that I realized self-doubt was a waste of time and just like what a breakthrough that felt like to me. And it's still something I have to remind myself all the time because our brains, all they want to do is self-doubt. They're like, crawl back in bed, put the blanket over you, Yep. And stop, stop this business right now. Yep.
1: Totally. (laughs)
0: Every every new level is like a scary get back in bed with the blankets moment and an invitation to set that aside. Yep. Because that's how you get to help people change the world. Yeah. Okay. So for people who love this and want to connect with you, where can they find you? I'm
1: at aprilpricecoaching.com. And I have my own podcast, the 100% Awesome Podcast.
0: So. I love the name. <laughs> <laughs> so good. We will link up all of those things so that they can find you. And just thank you so much for joining the podcast. This was a great discussion. So many just gems in here that I think are really going to inspire everybody listening. Thanks so much for having me. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you, and there's the consistent income you wanna make in your business, and I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O dot com.